You're smart. Your TV is smart. That's why you cut the cord. But you need one more thing. Alaska's news source. Watch live or when it's convenient for you. Here's how. Just search Alaska's news source on Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire, or Android TV. Install and enjoy. It's completely free and has everything you need in one spot. Breaking news. Statewide weather. In-depth investigations. Start streaming Alaska's news source live today. Amazing views and hazardous water. We'll take it to Soldat, where some homeowners tell us they haven't been able to use their showers for several months. With more than 100 Alaska Airlines flights being canceled every day due to the grounding of the Boeing 737 MAX 9s, we'll bring you an update from the CEO on the FAA's investigation. And it's Army versus Air Force. Competition meets camaraderie in this week's Inside the Gates. We'll take it to Fairbanks for the 28th year of the Commander's Cup. And high winds in South Central and Southeast tonight. I'll let you know the warnings in effect and just how cold it'll get in coming days. You're watching Alaska's News Source. Well, tonight we're taking you to a neighborhood where there's almost no running water. Sewage soaks parts of yards and the threat of eviction is very real. Investigative reporter Rebecca Palsha talks with people in Soldatna about the River Terrace RV Park. Rebecca. It was a shocking situation to hear about. Some residents at the trailer park told us they have not been able to shower in their own homes since the summer. So when they got eviction notices, they decided to take the owner of the land to court. I really liked it until we started having the water issues. On the banks of the Kenai, at the River Terrace RV Park. Hi, Daniel. Afternoon. We find Daniel Lynch, who showed us how to flush a toilet when you don't have running water. If you pack it down, you get more snow in it. He says he does this every day, not just to flush the toilet, to also wash the dishes and to clean up in general. What do you teach your kids? Flush the toilet, wash your hands. Oh, well, forget that, because you can't do either. Like many here, he owns his trailer but rents the land. Lynch has lived here since the 90s. We periodically had water pressure problems, but it's never been as bad as it is now. I haven't been able to take a shower in my own house where I'm paying rent since uh, it was April or May. And this is my water pressure. Down the road at Cheryl Perry's trailer, she says she has not showered in her home since the summer. And this is my hot. I think the last shower I had here was in July in my home. How's it so, make you feel? Dirty all the time. Dirty all the time. She's a housekeeper who spends her nights cleaning and says it would be nice to have a hot bath. I come home and I sponge bath the best I can before I climb in my bed. I clean public buildings at, in the evenings. No showers available at night. And just like that, over at the Sanders home, a celebration. How long have y'all been married? Well, it's 69 years going on 70. It was yesterday. <laughs> but like the other tenants here, they say the water situation has gotten worse. And their home is full of water jugs. Here's the hot. Now, would you like to try to wash your face with that? While the landowners and their attorneys turned down our interview request in court filings, they admit that at times there's been inadequate water pressure since approximately June 2023.
They also deny any responsibility for this and say the residents in question run the water in a constant manner more often in the winter, purportedly to keep their pipes from freezing. Then this past summer came the letters. So we get this notice, hey, uh, there's going to be a change in land use, uh, so get out. Some say they thought they could live here forever. Oh, we've been evicted. <laughs> we got a notice that we were evicted. And so we have till May the 3rd to have the trailer out of here. Suddenly saw their water pressure just about stop. There's full blast. Which they feel is dangerous. And this well has been contaminated um, with unsafe and illegal uh, levels of arsenic. And of course, there's a lot of arsenic in Alaska in our groundwater, but there are certain limits to that. Um, contamination level and here it's it's through the roof and it's so much so that it's very legal very unsafe the Environmental Protection Agency defines that number as anything above 10 parts per billion in response to the lawsuit the landowner responded saying the level is 44.6 ppb say they have warned residents about arsenic levels but they deny they are legally liable for this Claims like that, the tenants have taken the landowners to court, <laughs> saying the Alaska Landlord-Tenant Act was violated, and that even though they'll have to move, in the meantime, the water has to be fixed. Part of your basic fundamental human right is right to housing. Having fresh water, clean water, running water, it's a right to having shelter over your head. If they win, the tenants say they'll use the money to move the trailers. I do understand he has the right to sell his property, and he has a right to change his mind, as we all do. Well, that's, that's the logistics of it. But it's going to be expensive to move this. And in most cases, no one can afford it. If you have a tip for our investigative team, email us at toinvestigates at ktuu.com or call us at 833-907-TIPS. You can find details on all our investigative reports at alaskasnewsource.com. All right, thanks, Rebecca. Let's check out the weather situation this evening. A cold, crisp day today, Maria Downey. That's right, and Chief Meteorologist Melissa Fry joins us now with the forecast. Melissa. Yeah, Mike and Maria, really pleasant conditions out there today. Beautiful sunshine and temperatures really at not too bad. But tonight, we are starting to see a change. Those winds are picking up. The winds that we've been talking about uh, here for about the past 24 hours coming in tonight. You can see gusts now to 24 miles per hour in Anchorage to 43 miles per hour in Palmer. Seeing those strong winds in Homer to nearly 50 50 miles per hour in Seward and across Prince William Sound. These are going to increase through the night tonight with the peak wind gusts in Anchorage uh, being between about 1 and 5 a.m. So do be prepared for that increase in winds here in town tonight. Also, we still have the high wind warning in effect for Valdez until 9 p.m. High winds in town and up into Thompson Pass, uh, Pass, 70 to 90 mile per hour gusts there tonight. We're also seeing those strong talkie winds down in southeast and downtown Juneau specifically. Uh, see where those orange highlights are? Wind gusts to 58 miles per hour in downtown. That high wind warning continuing for you overnight as well. Now, aside from the wind, we are still seeing mostly clear, dry conditions across the region. The wind is helping to keep those temperatures up a bit in Anchorage and the valley. And you can see temperatures even above freezing at this hour in Seward and in Cordova. As soon as those winds taper off, especially as we head into early tomorrow morning, I 
I do expect temperatures to drop pretty quickly at that point back into those uh, lower to mid teens and even some single digits. Otherwise, holding on to mostly clear conditions through the night is going to be another spectacular sunrise tomorrow morning and high temperatures will get right back into those upper teens and low 20s here in Anchorage. We're going to hold on to this clear weather through the end of the week, but colder air moves in this weekend and chances for snow are back in the forecast for next week. All the details and all of that, what you can expect for your area specifically here to spit. All right, we'll be watching and listening to that very closely. Thanks, Melissa. One of the easiest way to get updates about the weather in your area is the Alaska's Weather Source app. That app features information updated by our own weather team, including Melissa. Search for Alaska's Weather Source in the App Store to get that all for yourself. Alaska Airlines says it will start closely supervising Boeing jets manufactured for that airline. At the same time, the airline CEO says it's still unknown how long the inspections of the grounded 737 MAX 9 aircraft will take. Reporter Lex Yelverton was over at Ted Stevens International today and tells us about some of the impacts it's causing. Mike, Maria, today I spoke with several people at the airport who are dealing with delays and cancellations in light of Alaska Airlines CEO announcing today that due to the grounding of all Boeing MAX 9 planes, there will be up to 150 flight cancellations at Alaska Airlines a day. We have 65 Boeing 737-9 MAX aircraft, which makes up about 20% of our fleet. The CEO's message coming after the recent in-flight blowout of a door plug. Alaska Airlines CEO also mentioned in a statement today that the company will enhance its own quality control of the company's aircraft on the Boeing production line. Still, the flight cancellations and delays caused by those groundings are causing real-time impacts over at Ted Stevens Airport. Due to flight delays, Adrian Smith missed a connecting flight to Kotzebue and was stuck waiting in the airport with her newborn nephew. It means I need to find a hotel, I need to find a ride, I need to find I'll be away from my family for a night. We've been watching um, everyone that's been canceled and, and then uh, we were supposed to take off tomorrow night, but uh, we're leaving today because they canceled our flight. Uh, last night they finally, um, we finally got notification that our flight's canceled. Alaska Airlines maintains it has a flexible travel policy right now while inspections are ongoing for Boeing aircrafts. I'll join you back here tonight with more insight into the impacts from these ongoing flight cancellations and delays. That's tonight at 10. All right, Lex, we'll be watching. Well, tonight, some Alaska lawmakers have voted to advance a bill to repeal ranked choice voting. Steve Kirch, watch the Finance Committee vote and details what's ahead live from Juneau. Steve. Mike, Maria, we are already early in the process of what could stop ranked choice voting in the state of Alaska. And that began with the House Judiciary Committee voting 5-2 to two to advance the proposed bill. Now, in the form the bill is currently written, it would repeal ranked choice voting and return the state to a closed primary system instead of an open one. But this did not have unanimous support. Some members say this bill goes against the will of the people who passed ballot measure 2. Others say ranked choice voting is a failed experiment and creates confusion for voters. The idea that we're going to return to uh, this bill and add on the repeal of getting rid of dark money just seems absurd to me. For the record, as a member of this committee, we've received 
countless email testimony from folks wanting to keep the will of the voters, which is that we approve ballot measure two, we will keep ballot measure two. House Bill 4 repeals the ballot measure two of 2020 that puts us back to the way that we our system of elections was prior to the adoption of that ballot measure. One person, one vote. The bill now heads to the House Finance Committee for discussion. And now before this bill can become law, both the full House and the full Senate will have to pass their own versions of the bill. Now, at the committee meeting I was at today, they also talked about and passed a bill relating to voter registration and verification and heard but held a bill relating to the permanent fund dividend and a constitutional amendment. Reporting live from Juneau, Steve Kirch, Alaska's News Source. All right, still ahead this evening, we are talking about big-time competition and a rivalry for the agents. The Air Force and Army go head-to-head -head on the ice. Let's take a look inside the gates next. You're watching Alaska's News Source. Well, it's a league of their own. And this Friday, active duty service members in Fairbanks will take their teamwork off the base and onto the ice. The annual hockey game is a beloved tradition by locals as two separate branches of the military face off in a little friendly competition. Carly Shrek has this week's Inside the Gates. With the puck about to drop on the 28th year of the Commander's Cup. It was awesome. It's always a win whenever we're, we win against another branch, especially the Army out here. You know, that's like our rivalry. The Air Force Icemen are still basking in their win against the Army Arctic Warriors one year ago. You know, we got really loud and super exciting. Lots of fun. But the Army now sets its sights on taking back the trophy. I got a good feeling on this one. We're, we're really looking forward to get a little payback uh, from last year. For decades, the annual game draws in a large crowd, all there to cheer on the two teams largely comprised of active duty military members who take to the ice each year to settle an age-old friendly competitive question of who does it better, the Army or the Air Force. It's definitely something that's uh, stemmed a good, friendly rivalry um, across the decades, so. It's a unique blend of competition and camaraderie. In a game consisting of winners and losers, when it's all said and done. It's kind of like your, your own company uh, that you have uh, w within uh, the military itself outside of your normal job. So uh, definitely lots of uh, big friendships that have been built up over the, the courses of the years. Being a part of it, it's, it's a sense of appreciation. Um, even with, you know, taking off the uniform, um, we're stepping into another uniform. You know, we're still representing the military, the Air Force, and it's a good sense of pride being able to, to represent that in something that we love to do, such as playing hockey. Players on both sides of the red line are still very much on the same team. For Inside the Gates, Carly Shrek, Alaska's News Source. If you're in the Fairbanks area this Friday, the Commander's Cup game will take place at the Big Dipper Ice Arena. The game starts at 7 p.m. with doors opening at 6, and you'll want to show up early as this free event is expected to hit stadium capacity. So get there early if you want to get in. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Click subscribe so you can get the latest podcast from Alaska's news source automatically. And stay up to date with breaking news and in-depth reporting available for free 24-7 with the Alaska News Source app.